0: hello siné
1: hi
0: <laughs> we're about to talk about barbie the live action film from 2023 but did you know that there have been 42 animated barbie films
1: i knew there were a lot because i've seen a lot of them
0: okay what, what are your <laughs> memories of these
1: okay top topics barbie and the magic of Pegasus, perfection incredible barbie and the nutcracker also perfection incredible is mm-hmm. there like one that's a butterfly, mariposa, something?
0: Yes, Barbie mariposa yes. from two thousand eight. How yeah. the
1: hell did I reach back into the depths of my memory <laughs> to pull that out? Um, yeah, incredible.
0: You haven't mentioned Barbie and the Three Musketeers. I'm not sure. Yeah, <laughs> that one got out. <laughs>
1: Don't know if I've seen that one.
0: There's the Twelve Dancing Princes as well. Okay. That's pretty okay. Uh huh. Um. So that was that was the first lot. It was kind of the fairy tale ones. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, adapting existing stories with a Barbie flavor. Then they went on to do modern day ones. as oh, A Perfect Christmas, The Princess and the Pop Star.
1: I'm here There's- for The Princess no. and the Pop Star.
0: <laughs> Mariposa and the Fairy Princess. They're still doing some fairy stuff, it seems. Okay, yeah. The Secret Door.
1: Okay, yeah, sure. <laughs> sure.
0: <laughs> Mermaids, classic... Um, classic areas i'm guessing Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. then they did some more there's been a few different um waves of the of them so you remember some do you back when you were little
1: i well i wasn't that little and um (laughs) i think we might have one or two all right barbie and the nutcracker low-key best iteration of nutcracker i've ever seen really should probably buy for our christmas movie collection
0: Mm, okay Mm -hmm. well there you go so, lots of animated ones, and then a live-action one, which was... Mm-hmm. I guess you'll wait until after we oh, do the
1: theme song. Oh, nice.
0: Hello there, that was a the theme song for I, I Only Like You and Movies. My name is Lonnie, her name is Sine. Hi. She's a, she's a Barbie fan from way back. Aren't you, Sine?
1: Yeah, I am. Should you, I talk about my a, history a, with Barbie
0: there's a tinge of resignation to your voice Uh,
1: i'm scared
0: (laughs) so we did it we did the whole barbie harner thing like Mm -hmm. the rest of the world we've given a little bit we've had some thoughts we've read all the critiques read the praise yep read the criticism Hmm. and now we are going to tell you what the real opinion should be however prepare yourself we are going against the grain on this one, aren't we, a Unfortunately, oh. and we don't want to be, because we no. love Margot, we love Greta Gerwig, mm-hmm. we quite like Noah Baumbach, <laughs> we do. Okay. You've got history with Barbie. We were so excited for this. We we were very we were totally drawn in by the the, the merchandising, the uh-huh. pink everywhere. We were really mm-hmm. excited.
1: We just up. The
0: whole. The Barbieheimer aspect to it as well made it an event. Mm-hmm. We were there at that the Lido Cinemas. Everyone else wearing pink. We were like judging people who weren't wearing pink. We were very excited, <laughs> and then the film happened. We watched it. Yeah, we did not chuckle. We maybe <sighs> exhaled once or twice with humour, and it just didn't work for us, did it? Unfortunately,
1: someone at work said. Oh, I loved the Barbie movie so much. Yeah, it was really funny. and I just thought how clever it was, like the commentary on feminism and stuff. Mm. Did you see it, Sine? Yep.
0: I know. You can't say you didn't like it, though, because everyone's in a cult, aren't they? I just, I just. Just what?
1: I remember when it finished and I turned to mm. you. Oh, by the way, I took a full like, costume change for this day. Didn't I? You did.
0: You, you I... were in a, in a three-piece suit to begin with, <laughs> wearing a hat. and.
1: Okay, it wasn't that. You only
0: weighed, you ate one um, that morning.
1: <laughs> character. No. Okay, so I, I swapped my jumper. I was wearing jeans and I swapped my jumper. I swapped from a black somber Costume jumper. Change. Shut up. The black jumper for Oppenheimer into a jumper that was pink and said Barbie and I had my pink coat. Mm. Like... I was committed. I made sure that you wore something pink. Didn't I?
0: You did. Aggressively made sure. Be, yeah, no. I like when people make me wear clothes.
1: <laughs> I think that's our full quote for the uh, for the app. Um I remember watching this and I remember turning to you and saying it was too good to be true, wasn't it? Mm. I had my hopes it. up. My little high you hopes had... were so high.
0: <laughs> that, that's all to say everything was going in our favour for loving this movie. However, it just didn't quite work. and And maybe it's us, maybe the expectations were too high. So I've thought about part.
1: this, right? I'm like, okay, mm. I love Barbie. I've always loved Barbie. When I was little, I had a Barbie world that I called it, not Barbie land, but Barbie world, which was the spare bedroom after my sister moved out of home. And it was like spare bedroom and I had my Barbie world set up. I had my foldable dream house out. I had my little camper van. I had like different rooms, quote unquote, in the house. I used to collect like stuff from the recycling, like little cardboard boxes or, um, you know, it was like little travel cereal packs Now they come in plastic bags. They used to come in cardboard cartons, like the same sort of size Mm -hmm. as a popper or a juice box, as they call it here in Victoria. And it had like little doors. I got one of those and I turned it into like a wardrobe and then I would have little shoes and like I played by myself with my Barbies for my entire childhood. That is what I did. I was never really felt pressured into this whole Barbie promotes unrealistic beauty standards. Because for me, growing up in the 90s and the early 2000s, magazines were doing that more than Barbie was. Hearing Kate Moss say nothing tastes as good as skinny feels did that, <laughs> not Barbie for me. We love Greta, stand her, love Margot. I was so here for Ryan Gosling. And it just, it was just vapid. It was vapid. It had like 2009 feminism. It It just – I just don't think it was very good.
0: Yeah. So what I'll say to that, what you just said, great stuff, great insight to your life today and your, no worries. your growing up. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> um, I, I, a few things, actually. I, I love the idea of like you weren't just going out and getting your parents to buy or saving up your own money to buy the next wardrobe tool you actually you – know, toy – you actually were fashioning the toys out of what was around. I think that's mm-hmm. so good, and I think that's something I want to continue for our children, if, if you know, down the track.
1: I've noticed that's a skill that's I much have, more fun, though. Right? With like life, like I'm like, oh, what could this container be used for? Then I'm like, mm. oh, we could do this. Like, I feel like mm. it's a good skill. And don't get me wrong, like I did ask for Barbie toys for Christmas and birthdays and stuff, yeah, and I yeah, sure. got them for sure. But it was a very creative like exercise for me.
0: Mm-hmm. Like a little, like a pizza stand they to have in pizza boxes. Right?
1: Yes, that I used as a table. How do yeah. you remember that? <laughs> and I forgot. <laughs>
0: um, so that's good. I, I agree with you. I think that um, Barbie, because the the concept and the toy is so popular, it's a bit of a lightning rod for criticism. That mm-hmm. um, some of it fair, but some of it unfair. Like you're totally right. Barbie is just part of a culture which. Uh, values beauty and, and and values females just for what their, their attractiveness and what they can do as as in service of men. The fact that, that Barbie is, is potentially part of that culture is not necessarily that she's starting the culture. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And you're right. that There's plenty of people who, who play Barbie but realise it's just a toy to play with and not necessarily a guide to how women should live their lives.
1: Yeah. So, I just never that, saw that. it as that. Maybe, maybe other people did. Like, and I'm sorry if you have, but mm. that just wasn't my experience well, of it at all.
0: But like, I grew up playing with like GI Joes and stuff. That didn't make me think I had to go join the army when I was, yeah, interesting. You know, 18. So, mm. yeah, do, do we do we think maybe is, is the culture like little girls are, are so mm. susceptible to this because they're not as smart as boys? Is that maybe something? Yeah, are they being be duped, argued? sort of thing? Mm, interesting. Mm. We need to protect them more because they're more delicate or something. I don't know. Um. And I, I agree with you. We 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 were expecting with with Greta Gerwig as the director mm-hmm. and co-writer of this, and given that we we just her most recent film, Little Women, which updated but honoured the original story and put you know a, a modern glean to mm-hmm. a traditional story and, and drew out um, modern themes out of an older story, that something akin to that would happen here where. You could take this this icon of feminism, but also something that's been criticised so much in the last fifty years, and and put a twenty twenty three light on that and 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 show us that while also honouring it. Yet, and I think this is going to be in your Twitter corner. Mm. It it kind of felt like an SNL sketch drawn out to a full length movie. Yes. And it would have been an amazing SNL sketch to have Margot Robbie as Barbie. That's perfect casting, yet when when the the depth is about as much as you get an SNL sketch, that's not what we wanted. But right. I still I think the thing that's annoying us the most.
1: Here we go. And
0: there's, there's lots to like about this movie, and we'll get into that I'm sure. They're gonna hate and us. I, I love people are loving it in to a certain degree, but the fact that people are talking about it as if it is this defining feminist text, and any criticism can be waved away as like yeah oh if it's not very deep it's because it's you know for little girls or Mm -hmm. if it's it's for kids you know so it doesn't have to be that deep i think that's what's really irking us a lot is because it it had all the potential to be so much better
1: yeah like yeah i think greta is an incredible filmmaker and ladybird i think is one of the best films ever made the insight that she has into how people relate to each other and especially in mother-daughter relationships. I was expecting something more subversive, but I got something pretty mainstream from this. And I remember talking to you about it afterwards and mm. some of, when some of those criticisms came in and we were like, but was it the point though? Because it's, because it's Barbie, it's supposed to be vapid. And you mm. said, well, then what's the point in anything then? Then you can't criticize it at all. You know, like if that's, if you go, oh, it's bad, but it's on purpose. Well, then what measure are we holding to judge it yeah. by then? What are know?
0: we all here for if we're doing, if we're, if we're doing bad on
1: purpose? Yeah. On
0: purpose. Yeah. Um, so
1: I don't think they are doing bad on purpose. Sorry, just quickly. I think that's a reaction to criticism. I think it's great. Mm. Like people are like, it's a great movie. And then you're like, mm, but what about this? And they're like, oh, that was the point though. It was meant to be. Like, I don't yeah. feel like that's genuinely where they're coming from.
0: I think it could be explained the sort of yeah the, the feminism 101 side of it I th- I think part of that is because you're going for the widest possible audience so you don't want to be too offensive like you want it to be yeah quite quite palatable and easy to understand but I I feel like you could have gone a bit deeper yeah especially when Cairns versus Barbie is the plot you're going for. Like, if you're going yeah. to weigh into that, I think you have to do it a bit better.
1: So let's talk about this, right? Like, going into it, we'd unfortunately seen the trailer, and in the trailer we'd seen Barbie in, like, Mattel headquarters running, right, and getting arrested. So I was like, okay, Barbie's in the real world. That's sort of fish-out-of-water story, pretty straight up and down, but that's what we're getting.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But we didn't really get that. We got that for, like maybe a 20 minute scene but then and, it,
0: and the real world wasn't that real anyway the
1: real world wasn't you know? that real anyway it was heightened yeah. and then it was sort of like no we need to go back to barbie land to fix things but then mm. it was sort of barbie versus ken who's more important then it was we need to escape barbie land because we're trapped here then it was no we need to live in the real world because like america Ferrera's character has some trauma from being a child that needs to be resolved mm. i just don't get the the through line of what this movie what the plot even was
0: it was it was a bit messy wasn't it
1: it was very messy
0: because you're right i think we're primed to think it is about her things are going wrong she has to go escape to the real world and, and see what it's really like and she'll bring those lessons back in yes to barbie land but that gets resolved quite quickly and then it does become more of a well the, the the kens are the enemies here I think that's something fundamental which I haven't seen very well written about or depicted yet Sinead. and I think Don't steal you know, my point. You know more than me. If
1: you're going to say my point
0: No, I, I want you to talk about it. But okay. Yeah, the whole Ken being the enemy of Barbie people have, have seen seem to have accepted that at face value is that there's been a tension there or that Ken's been undervalued or something but I've never thought that and I think you, you mentioned mentioned you brought light like, to me is like is that really how Ken has been seen?
1: Yeah, so the whole the whole line of the movie, right, is she's everything, he's just Ken. That's huh. the premise. But I don't agree with the premise. You can buy <laughs> different Kens, which yeah. are shown in the movie. There's a beach Ken. I had a Prince Charming Ken that came with a horse that, like, neighed and stuff. Mm-hmm. There are different versions of Kens, like there are different versions of Barbie. Maybe not as many, but there are. And yeah. the whole point is that Ken is an accessory to Barbie, I think, which mm. you could have probably touched mm. on that in some sort of way, that he feels unfulfilled maybe or yeah. he wants more out of life. But then it was about patriarchy versus Barbie, <laughs> which I just, are you saying that Barbie is reinforcing the patriarchy by giving girls these unrealistic beauty standards and things to aim for? Or are you saying that Barbie is actually in opposition to the patriarchy? You're trying to say both. That's not really possible. Well,
0: I, I don't think that Barbie is about the patriarchy, like the toy line.
1: No, no, I'm saying because... this movie. Like that's
0: No, no, yeah, I, I agree. So the, the mm-hmm. fact the movie is about that is confusing to me because Barbie, you know, love it or hate it, the whole concept is girl power, right? And that yeah. you can do anything. Barbie can be astronaut, president. We, we see those things depicted in this movie. Mm-hmm. But... The movie comes into it that that Ken hates that, but I don't think Ken does. Like in, in the in the world no. of Toy Barbie, Ken's all for it, right? Yeah. And so this, and even wider to talk about the patriarchy, that doesn't come into it for Barbie for me because Barbie exists without that being a concept. And I guess the idea is that he's he's gone into the real world and been infected by the yeah yeah the patriarchy mind virus sort of stuff but for me the the more interesting way would have been about beauty standards right like that's the complaint about yeah, barbie yeah yeah so why wasn't that the that that could have been a potentially more interesting way like barbie goes into the real world and finds that women don't like her i don't mean, know they did do it well, a little bit but you get that for
1: one scene the one scene one in scene. the high school but I,
0: I don't know and it's a bit of that like it's a little bit of like the Barbies in Barbie Land think that they have solved feminism because they are toys.
1: Well, but are they even but... considering feminism, though, as toys?
0: Well, they, they, oh, the more they, they think everything's going great for women because they're, they're there as the idols, sure, I suppose. Sure, sure. But it's, it's yeah, that, that's not really a focus here. I, I think you could have maybe, maybe interrogated that concept more than bringing in this patriarchy thing. On the patriarchy, if I if I may, please continue. <laughs> um, I I get it, right? And there's a bit of like um, more recent patriarchy stuff where, you know, Edge Lordy sort of Jordan Peterson twelve mm-hmm. rules for life. We can just we need to reclaim the world, right? Because we're men and stuff, and yeah, that that sort of stuff works. But I think for a lot of it, the 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 male criticism that we are seeing. Feels a bit outdated.
1: Yes, this is what I'm
0: saying. So, so the idea that, like, the the boy brings you over and he plays his acoustic guitar and and sings "Push" by mm-hmm. um, Matchbox Twenty, like that is seems like a very late '90s, early 2000s yes. style of, of male um, ignorance or behaviour, which is is funny on one level, but it's like, haven't we been there and done that? Like, why is that in a film here in 2023? Like. Can that, I blow that, your that, mind? That, that's a valid criticism of, of men, right? That, yeah. that that sort of thing. Yeah. Well, you know, in the in the culture at least is. But like maybe it would have been really funny and cutting 20 years ago, but not now.
1: Yeah, and this is the the trouble I have with America Ferrera's speech, right? Mm. Is that we've seen a version of that speech eight hundred times of we try so hard as women, but we're never ever getting as far as we can. Taylor Swift's The Man, which in itself <laughs> is, you know, pretty outdated with the time when it came out. But...
0: Well, it just goes back to you know, that famous line, like, I've got to do it backwards and heels to be considered... Yeah. That's what it was, Fred right? Basically, and right? Ginger
1: Rogers has to do the same yeah. thing, but backwards and in heels, yeah.
0: To be considered the same. But yeah.
1: here's the thing that I want to blow your mind with. There is a fantastic movie that already exists about... Dumb blonde women being able to get out of the confines of other people calling them that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Who can wear pink and still be mm-hmm. intelligent? Who can do mm-hmm. the right thing? Who call out misogynistic behavior and, and um, mm-hmm. sexual advances and says that that's can not I, appropriate?
0: Can I ask a question? Yeah. Can they can they bend and snap while they do this?
1: They can bend and snap. <laughs> Legally blonde. When yeah. she says she got into Harvard, what? Like it's hard.
0: Like, yeah. it, just... a, a movie with real characters, with real a perfect um, movie stakes. Yes. Yeah. And it, and I think that movie takes down the patriarchy better than this one does. In, in it's very uh-huh. fairy tale aspect. You know.
1: Yep. Exactly. He breaks up and with that... her because she's a dumb blonde, and he can't be seen uh-huh. with a dumb blonde going to law school.
0: Yep. Yeah, he purports to be. Yes, the the ideal man, but yep. really is discussed underneath. Yeah.
1: And what happens in the end? He graduates without a girlfriend. He's alone forever. Mm-hmm. But she has a best friend with his like ex as well. So that's mm-hmm. like progressive. And when was Legally Blonde made?
0: Two thousand one was it or two thousand? Two thousand one. Yeah. So it was. It it's was been twenty-two away.
1: years. <laughs> <laughs> it's been yeah. 22 years and this is still where we're at with the discussion. And don't you come at me being like, that's the point. The discussion of feminism is still halted because we ha- can't progress as a society. It's actually making a comment on that. No, it's not. It's not, okay? It's really, really not.
0: <laughs> I would argue that maybe the film executives who sign off for this yes. are happy with that because it's from 20 years ago. It's like, yeah, that's kind of where we're, we're satisfied. So things this right?
1: is what I wanted to ask it's not scary. you. scary. yes. How much of this being a bad film, and yep, I've said it, it's a bad film. It's awful. It's horrible. I'm on the high house. I don't even care. Oh, my God. Someone's breaking into their house trying to get me.
0: They're coming for you, tonight.
1: I told you they would.
0: We can't right now. Sorry, Greta. We Never. love you.
1: How much of this being a bad film is the fault of the studio? Because they name check Mattel, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: They need the sign off. So how much of it?
0: Well. I I don't that's the problem here. I think it's can you make a subversive big budget film with Mattel's blessing? No. With Warner Brothers you blessing, can't. you know. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I it's... wanna see version one of this script. I wonder if it was maybe gone a bit harder or done something mm. more interesting, but eventually you know didn't end up making it
0: yeah it's like you i don't know you can't take their money but also critique them at the same time because yeah you could is ultimately hollow right
1: well this movie is hollow
0: well she said it okay i i, I don't want to I, I agree with you totally that the film just wasn't very good it was very very shallow not not what it could have been i i do appreciate the people who it is like bringing feminism to them the little girls who was who were loving it, yeah. people going with their mums and like families and stuff. I think that's all good. I like what the film's trying to do. Like, you know, even though they did it badly in my view, a film that does tackle the patriarchy in a big budget and people are seeing that. Yeah. That's yeah. good, I guess. That's that's totally good. And not to mention the filmmaking I don't think the script's very good, but I think the production design yes. and the performances are wonderful.
1: Yes. I think, like, we did read that thing about, like, maybe this is the first encounter to feminism that young girls will have going to a movie with their mum. And, yeah. like, is this okay as the first encounter for them? And yeah, maybe, maybe we're not really the target market, you know, even though the movie says, if you love Barbie, if you hate Barbie, this movie's for you. Maybe it's not. Maybe it's a kid's film.
0: Yeah. And I, I think recontextualizing it as yeah, something that's aimed at eight year olds makes it a bit more palatable but i
1: just don't think it is though i don't think it is aimed at eight-year-olds i think that's my problem
0: i think they're trying to have it every way yeah
1: yeah and what's that quote like you make something for everybody end up making it for nobody you know Mm. i just i the casting is amazing like incredible cast and incredible actors simu liu ryan gosling who gets to sing love seeing mickey mouse club ryan gosling come out again um a bunch of people from sex education which we always love to see criminally underutilised, though. Can we talk about my favourite character?
0: I hope it's my favourite character, too. I'm
1: going to say on, on three. Ready? One, two, three. Um. Alan. Yes!
0: <laughs> <laughs> I've been thinking about it. I don't think I've seen a Michael Sarah performance that I don't love. He might be one of my favourite actors.
1: He's. I think he's acting much more than we think he is. Like, I think a lot of it we think, oh, he's just like that. No, no, no. I think he's actually, like, really putting in the effort. Now, Alan. I had never heard of Alan before in my whole entire life. Um, Mm. In my recount of Barbie and my life, I failed to mention that I also did an oral at school um, on Barbie and the history. We had to do it as if we were a real person. No, we had to do an essay on a real person or something, something in history, and I chose to become Barbie for my oral presentation. And we were allowed to bring in, like, one prop and I borrowed my sister's really high-heeled bright pink shoes. Um, <laughs> so I was wearing them with my school uniform, and it was amazing. And I got an A+. plus. Sorry to brag. Um, and I – so I knew all the stuff about it, it was created of um, – it was made for her daughter and, um, like, the history of it and everything mm. and how hard she had to work to get Barbara, daughter Barbara, um, made and approved and everything, mm. and I knew all that. Didn't stumble upon Alan once. Alan was also not a toy that was available when I was playing with Barbies in the 90s. Maybe it was more 80s, like America Ferreira, her generation that she's playing in this film. Maybe that's what she remembers. Mm. Um. But I don't recall him. And he's the most interesting character for me because there's only one Alan in this movie. There's so many Barbies, there's so many Ken's. There's one Alan. And we hint at the fact that he wants to escape Barbie Land. He even helps her. He fights off all the cans to get her to go through, like, the threshold. Mm. But nothing comes of that. He has no, very, no very under-utilized. Yeah, very I,
0: underutilised, yeah. I think you're right. I think they had a, a killer character actor concept there. Yeah. But just forgot about him for large parts of the movie.
1: Yeah, and then there's, like, Will Ferrell, who, I was going to say it, I don't think I like him. <laughs> Wow, I think I like him in one movie that you pointed out to me, which is Stranger Than Fiction. But I don't think I like him as an actor. He just plays himself. He just plays a Will Ferrell version of himself, which he does in this film. Why?
0: Yeah, I, I didn't understand the whole Mattel executive potline. It's like, are they bad? But they're actually good. But also, they, he's a child. Uh, they,
1: but he's like,
0: and they're fun. they're chasing Barbie, but then yeah. For, like, Barbie seems like she has that whole mission with all the cans and that would take, like, at least a few days, probably. Yeah. And then or they threatened now. to put her know. in the
1: box in sort of, like, a Toy Story 2-esque mm. thing, but it's never established what the box means or why it would be bad.
0: No, it's like, all of a sudden, here's some big scary stakes. You're like, oh, what? Let's go. She's never
1: mentioned this before. This has been threatening her all along, but we didn't know about it. There's, like, a Chevy commercial halfway through. I'm just repeating what I saw online. Um, mm. Like, it's just... Bizarre that whole storyline. Do they like what do they want?
0: That that he did give me the one laugh of the film night eh? Here we go. When at the end he was talking about how they want to get more in touch with their feelings, or the executive, he's like, you know, sometimes we just want to tickle each other, and they start tickling no, each
1: other. No, I hated that. that was funny, no, man. it that was, wasn't. That was good. Why was that, that was there? The
0: one, that was the one good joke. Okay?
1: No, no, no it. Again, Will Ferrell. Okay, let's just let Will do his little bit. Ha, ha, ha. So funny. Nah,
0: that was good, actually.
1: Um, I I also didn't like... Okay, firstly, huge misstep. Where was Aquasama Barbie Girl in the soundtrack?
0: Yeah, there was some debate. They couldn't get the rights or something, I think. I don't know.
1: Huge missed opportunity.
0: Didn't want to pay money.
1: Do yeah. love the soundtrack. I love Dua Lipa's song. I think that is... Really incredible song, and Billie Eilish's song for the soundtrack is also incredible and relates to think, Billie's life as well as for Barbie. I
0: think that's Billie Eilish's best song. It's incredible. Isn't <laughs> that's it? saying something, given she's yeah, yeah such a good artist. Yeah,
1: so I will I will praise that. Another complaint: Margot's version of Barbie. She's perfect Barbie, normal Barbie,
0: it's stereotypical,
1: stereotypical Barbie. Barbie. What does that mean? Are not no, all but, but... Barbies stereotypical?
0: Well, I, I guess she doesn't have an occupation. She's but just there like are several the Barbies. Basic...
1: That if you just want to go get a Barbie, there are several Barbies mm. that don't have a job and they, they look different. You can get Barbies that have like brunette hair. You can get just random, like different versions of a regular mm. doll. So why was she the only version of stereotypical Barbie? There was only one sort of like pinpoint capstone example of that Barbie, like there's one astronaut Barbie. There's one Supreme Court Barbie. There's one dentist Barbie, whatever. Oh, I remember dentist Barbie. I had a little dentist chair. And she had a little yeah, really? white coat. Yeah. <laughs> oh, So much regrets for getting rid of that stuff. Um, But I just... She had nothing to do. But that also wasn't the point of the film. It wasn't her being like, I want more out of life. You guys have a purpose, but I don't. I want to go in search of my purpose. Like, that wasn't the story either. Mm. I just... I don't know what I was trying to say. I don't know if it was trying to say Yeah, anything. so
0: I guess the mission, she, her story arc is like, oh, something's wrong with me. I need to go to the real world to fix it. Yeah. But then I get to the real world and it's kind of okay. And I come back to the Barbie world and it's not okay. I, I'm And you know, I've got to fix the patriarchy because that's Ken's taken over.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But, yeah, it's, it's a bit scattershot, isn't it? I can't really chart her journey. I guess she learns to, that... Um, beauty's not everything because she meets an old woman who's still beautiful even though she's old. Yeah,
1: yeah. I didn't like that.
0: (laughs) It felt a bit forced and out of nowhere, didn't it?
1: Yeah. This whole movie. I I, I think
0: I don't know, I I don't think I was going into it, like, okay, it's going to be a fish out of water, she's in the real world. But maybe that could have been better. Maybe like the world reacts to a real Barbie and that's... Well, that's what
1: I was thinking. We would Doing like it's not Mm. the most you know inventive plot in the world, but Mattel's signing off on this, so that's a pretty straight laced story Mm. structure. Why can't we just have that?
0: Yeah, I don't know. I don't don't know. (laughs) But I think that's it. Mattel wanted a a big budget ad for their product,
1: and they got that.
0: Yep. I I don't think they wanted a, a a deep. nuanced exploration of feminist themes
1: so are we the problem because we wanted that and the movie's not that and then we're like why aren't you the movie that we wanted you to be
0: well I mean I feel so is like don't don't tempt us with yeah Greta Gerwig and Noah Baumbach if you're not going to give us that's the sort of film that they
1: if you're just gonna do a straight up and down yeah
0: yeah just just don't 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 sort of tangle that in front of us you know
1: and i don't i just don't think she's i remember talking about this about um phoebe waller bridge in indiana jones mm. that she's just i thought they were a bit more subversive than this than mainstream blockbuster yeah. like i thought both of them incredible writers just like i yeah i just don't know why you would have gotten greta gerwig to make this film if she wasn't going to be able to be greta gerwig i guess is my point yeah exactly um that. There's also, like, the the weird Barbie that she goes to see because things are going wrong. I had a weird Barbie, which is interesting. So my sister <laughs> passed down, like, maybe two or three Barbies and Barbies stuff to me. She played with them too, but she wasn't, like, as into them. And she didn't have a Ken. And so she made a Ken out of a Barbie by cutting her hair really short. Like, she cut all the <laughs> plastic hair off, and that was the mm. Ken until eventually I got a Ken or two or three. I had a bunch of Kens again. Anyway, because I had, like... Yeah, no idea because I had a Rapunzel doll and so I had the prince to go with Rapunzel and I think that was the horse. And I also had a Prince Charming Ken and his hair, he didn't, his hair was like plastic. It stuck down. Anyway, um, I just, like that was touching on something interesting there about like kids and and understanding things and creativity. But then we were sort of like, it was America Ferreira's movie because she grew up with Barbie believing that she could do anything but she was "quote unquote" just a mum, and so her big pitch to Will Ferrell was, "We just need to make a regular, normal Barbie that has anxiety." Yeah, I guess so. And they do the big th- check, and they're like, "Yep, that'll make money." So they're that making sense felt
0: very nineties, like Disney, own, yeah, you know, TV movie.
1: Oh, it was horrendous! It was absolutely horrendous.
0: I, I think I would mention the narrator. Helen Mirren.
1: Please, can you go? Yeah, I, go off on your rant.
0: <laughs> I really didn't like this device. Um, I there's pe- people that loving the line about mm-hmm. note to the filmmakers: don't cast Manga Robbie for this scene if because it's about you know being upset when you're still being ugly or, or something. Yeah. Um, I I just thought that was really hokey line, mm-hmm. so in, on the nose, in your face sort of thing. And also, isn't the point that Stereotypical Barbie is still able to be upset about her life, even though she's stereotypically beautiful. Yeah, I feel like it undercut the moment very, very weirdly. It's a bit like other movies we've seen of late, where it's like they're they're scared of having a real emotion in there, so mm-hmm. they make a joke before you can even yeah feel something. You know, just sort of get 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 in front. of but also thought the narrator was was quite grating in the beginning. And I guess I can have to reconfigure my mind that it's for an eight-year-old. But there's a thing like, so when you play with Barbie, she doesn't walk down the stairs. You just pick her up from the bedroom and place her on the ground next to the car. Mm-hmm. Like, like yeah, yeah, you could have just done that and we would have got her. Yeah. No one was questioning you. No one was going no to be like, like wait, 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 wait a second. Yeah. Hey, how'd she get down? <laughs> What's the point, she's in a dream world.
1: Yeah, Barbie. just have her float. Like, you don't need to, yeah, lampshade it. It's fine.
0: Yeah, it's, it's very weird. Is it the sort of thing not- where,
1: like, because you can get Cal- uh, Helen Mirren, then you should sort of thing? Like, if, if, yeah, if you're greater in... She didn't feel
0: out of anything.
1: You can get her in your film, wouldn't you want mm. to? Maybe. I don't know.
0: Yeah, so I, I'm, I'm still on a bit on the, the whole idea the whole concept it feels disingenuous to me that mm. about Ken being, you know, the problem yeah. here. Yeah. I, I don't think he is.
1: <laughs> he's only the and problem. They have to work
0: really hard to get him to be the problem. Yeah.
1: They have to make him go into the real world, learn from specific people, come back, and then he's obsessed with horses. Mm. I, yeah. And then there's that thing about like all the Barbies are under sort of mind control. I don't really get how that happens, and then they need to like break them out of the spell with their respective cans. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Those, Again, plot that doesn't.
0: <laughs> very, lots of machinations there, which they had to explain to us in exposition. Yeah, because it and didn't to tell make us sense. the stakes. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I've got a got a little excerpt here from a quote from a review today. Please. Camilla Long of The Times wrote that the film featured Mattel's pink, squealing, corporate grasping, okay. <laughs> trying to get ahead of the sexism curve, but ended up feeling sexist itself for its portrayal that men are stupid, go to the gym, run everything, and don't care about women, mm-hmm. while women are sensible, striving, but ultimately conflicted victims. Yep. I think I agree with that for the most part. Um, and the one um, bloke who was you know, not of the patriarchy, didn't get enough play, I don't think.
1: Yeah. Um, I have a quote from a review from Michael's son. He says, Barbie is capacious to a fault. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't realise that was the word. Ludicrously <laughs> <laughs> capacious back. Yeah. Um, it's so abundant in scope that the film often sacrifices Goeg's greatest talent, observing and replicating human dysfunction. Barbie and Ken might be caricatures, and rightfully so, but so are the people they meet outside of Barbie land.
0: That's the biggest problem, isn't it? Yeah. The, there's so much wonderful work in her other movies of finding the nuances and the, the, mm-hmm. those conflicted human emotions that that yeah. Yeah, she's got such a deft hand at, uh-huh. yet here everything is basic it's a it's it's a sketch it's a skit that they've taken yeah
1: and this review says by its own admission it's a film for everyone and therefore no one which is what we were saying before Mm -hmm. for all its confectionary diversions barbie is a hardened attempt at wholesale appeal as plastic as its candy colored sets it's just it's just surface level and this is the thing like I'm going to say it and it's going to make me sound like I'm being superior, but I'm I'm not meaning to. So if you can just give me a little bit of grace and I'll try to articulate as best I can.
0: Okay, go. Take it away, Ben Shapiro.
1: <laughs> don't you dare. Um, <laughs> The people that are enjoying this movie that I know in my personal life don't see a lot of movies. They see like maybe one or two movies a year, go see the blockbuster, have a good time because they've gotten out of the house and are doing something fun and don't think about it for the rest of their lives. You and I, movies are like the core reason for our existence. We love film and TV. We love stories. This is all we think about what we're watching next and, you know, we go see probably a movie a week every two weeks at the most, you know, like we we consume a lot of content.
0: Mm.
1: And I'm wondering if... Because we can point to other better movies that are making this point, like would everyone have seen those other better movies and be able to have them in comparison? Basically I'm saying are we better than everybody else because we watch more movies than them and we have more to compare it to and we understand film techniques and conventions and screenwriting principles and so we can point and say, well, it failed to do this, this, and this, whereas someone's just like going to see a fun movie with their daughter and aren't thinking too much about it
0: yeah it's it's there's a scale mm-hmm. um, I, I agree with you if you're watching a lot of um, film and TV and you're engaging a lot with feminist themes, this is the most surface level thing ever so it's, it's not going to to reach the heights that you that you're accustomed to um, I but I, I do think there is value in a mainstream, piece of media engaging with these themes yeah No. yeah potentially <laughs> potentially does it does, does it do a disservice though if it does it in such a, a basic well, this way is the thing that's like the its not,
1: it's not progressing the conversation I don't think maybe it's widening the scope to other people but it's treading water treading the same ground rather on on stuff we've already done and dealt with that we're still having to fight for but then i can hear people going yeah that's the point we're still fighting for it because there's no you know the discussion hasn't progressed but then again i say okay so then no criticism is valid then like i it has to have a point okay and is the point of this movie is the big message the reason why we're making the movie to say that the patriarchy is bad and feminism is good that can be what you want to say but that point has been made by countless other movies and so now we're sort of at the at the post what's it called where you have to now have sort of a metatextual commentary on what you're doing or or, or spin it in some way or give me something new and fresh and this isn't giving me anything new and fresh this is giving mm. me 2005 nothingness
0: i was just looking up a quote about joker the film from 2019 which yes we've got mixed views on but I think of it in relation to this. It says, if you've never swum in the ocean, then of course a pool seems deep.
1: That's kind of what I meant, but I didn't want to, like, I don't mean it in a mean <laughs> way. I don't mean it in a mean way.
0: No, I know I, what you mean.
1: I just, yeah, like, if you haven't seen a lot of stuff, if you haven't seen Bird or Bird or other things that Greta Gerwig has done, I just, maybe, maybe it is for you but I, I don't think it's for us. I don't think it's at the level of of discussion and depth that we want out of a film like this.
0: Yes, yeah, so I think for, to a certain degree, then it is part of our, part yeah. of our, our issue that we were, <laughs> yeah. were just expecting more. Yeah. Um,
1: Can I just say just one more thing? No, I'll say two more things and then we'll go to Twitter corner. Is that okay? Mm-hmm. The worst part of the film for me was the ending where barbie's in the real world and she's really nervous because there's something that's about to happen and everyone's like you you can do it barbie we believe in you you're all amazing we're like what is this thing what what's happening she goes to book a gynecology appointment the reason i have an issue with this is because this feels to me like amy schumer first on the scene of the comedy circuit when she would just say the word pussy to be subversive and get a bunch of laughs. Like the joke is that it's gynecologist mm. and women's health is gross and we should be embarrassed by it. But this movie's saying it loudly. So that's where the humor's coming from. It just felt like such a cheap, lazy, shock value thing for no could I, reason.
0: Could I push back slightly? No. Okay.
1: <laughs> Go for
0: it. I think the the attempt at humor there was that it's not something people are normally excited for, but she's excited because she's finally yeah, a real woman.
1: I get that, but is she? Well, I a think real the joke's woman? not so
0: much that it's it's. I think well, I think she took the the potion or whatever, yeah. didn't she, to become a real yeah, woman? Yeah, I guess so. She's in the real world, so I, I don't think it's so much just say vagina to, for a cheap joke. I think it is playing on the. The view in society that that is something bad but she's excited for it
1: okay yeah i see that but i retract my statement
0: yeah. that's that's a level of humor we're going for though yeah just watch lily want okay
1: <laughs> i was sitting through this like for weeks and i'm like what movie am i being reminded of that like does it better and then i finally realized and i was like it's mm. perfect i i really The one point I'll make before we head to Twitter Corner is I really like the sense of community that this film has fostered. It was really lovely going to the cinema and seeing groups of friends turn up. Everyone's in costume. You know, there's, like, some really effeminate guys in these little Ken crop tops, which were just amazing. There was such a diversity of people that were coming to see the film. Like, there were mothers and daughters. There were friendship groups. There were teenagers. There were, like early 20s there were us like it really became a cultural moment to go to the movies and it kind of gave me that same sense of like when we were watching succession week to week and we go online and discuss it as a community this same sort of like coming together to see a movie together and I think that's really amazing that this movie was able to do that I do think it was just because it's trading off the name of Barbie and we're in this Mm -hmm post-commentary world where like for a long time everything to do with teenage girls was shunned or put down you were made fun of for reading twilight you were made fun of for listening to taylor swift um you were made fun of for playing with barbies because that's a girl toy and you're supposed to be playing with gender neutral toys and um but then i feel like there has been recently in the past five years or so a reclaiming of these typical teenage girl Things and unapologetically saying, Yes, I love this. And I'm not going to say sorry for wearing pink. And I'm not going to say sorry for liking Barbie. Mm. Right. And so I think to a certain extent, it's a bit performative in the sense that we know that we should not be ashamed for watching a Barbie movie. And so we're going and we're not being ashamed for watching it. Like that's part of Mm -hmm. what we're practicing. But I've even noticed it in myself. Like I was very quiet about my love for Taylor Swift when I first started listening to her until. Recently, this year or last, and perhaps that's me getting older. Who cares? Like, I, I, people don't have that same power over me, I guess, with whether they like that I listen to her or not. But it's become more mainstream to love Taylor Swift and go to her concerts mm. and love Twilight and accept that, you know, often people just put things down because it's a, a group of teenage girls that watch them. And so I guess I'm saying, I'm glad that we were able to do this together. And I think even if it's slow progression, we are still progressing in the sense that I don't think that so many people, especially men, would have been able to attend a movie like this and openly enjoyed it in the past 20 years, you know?
0: I think, yeah, there are a lot of positives for the film. I just feel like the film itself wasn't very good.
1: Yes, all the stuff around the the film, film. I guess is what I'm saying, is positive, but the film itself wasn't a good movie if that makes sense yeah
0: it left a lot to be desired unfortunately yeah.
1: all right twitter corner should we hear some hot twitter takes
0: Twitter
1: corner. Mm-hmm. okay the barbie and oppenheimer cast not being able to do any more publicity feels like the end of task day on the apprentice the boys and girls <laughs> have done everything they can to promote their summer blockbusters now all they can do is wait tomorrow the box office i think that's amazing Someone made a comment about Margot Robbie using her just speaking normally doing press and said, I don't like that on press tour she's using her Aussie accent as if to let others know she's a good actress or something because her American English sounds fine. Is she here on a working visa? She lives and works in Hollywood, and that's where she gets her (laughs) massive income from. Drop the accent. Oh,
0: my God. And
1: someone said, sorry, cultural appropriation is using an Australian accent when you live and work in the U.S.? Like what (laughs) they they wanted they wanted uh her to pretend to make them more comfortable like bizarre
0: yeah i mean it's one crazy person's opinion on twitter oh totally i think it was a facebook screenshot
1: actually so that makes much more sense because we know what uh age demographic that's coming from Mm. but yeah bizarre um this is a screenshot from a review saying actor Simu Liu, who plays one of the many Kens in the upcoming Barbie movie, said the film will put the, quote, final nail in the coffin of that very heteronormative idea of what gender is, end quote. And the person commenting said, my gut instinct is to say this probably isn't true. I mean... It doesn't even discuss gender. They...
0: Good on for trying and promoting a movie, but...
1: It doesn't even discuss gender. You could have done something interesting with Alan's character because he seemed very asexual, and that could have been a, a, an interesting in to discussing right. that if you wanted to.
0: Probably means gender in terms of male versus female yeah, but, patriarchy. Well,
1: again, from... what an outdated idea of gender, <laughs> gender politics. Yeah. I just. I, I think that
0: the idea of the film was that the Kens are uh, stuck in a society where they're not valued and they they think all they yeah. need to do is go to the beach and stuff, but it's just it didn't quite work, did it? All that no. commentary.
1: A byline from a Bobby review, Greta Goiggs, bubblegum fun, cum feminist thesis indulges Ken but pulls its punches as it trips between satire and advert. Yes. Think it's not sure of what it wants to say. You know? Mm. Think that's the problem.
0: Well well that's it. are, are you well you, you can't <laughs> you can't satirize it too much because you're making an ad for the product at the same time. Yeah. Also, Lego movie did that, didn't it? So,
1: I have seen some comparisons, actually, about mm. it being the same as Lego movie. Someone, another quote from a review of, of a person who really liked the film, Gerwig's artifice defies the special feeling that females might know, the fulfilling personal escape into free femininity, childbearing, homemaking, and romance that should be the essence of a Barbie movie. What? Yeah. I uh, I don't know about this whole homemaking and childbearing and having a family being the epitome of femininity. Mm. Uh, bizarre take is what I'm going to say. My biggest Barbie take is that the Kennedy viral marketing stunt was perhaps the biggest misrepresentation of this film you could have possibly done.
0: Mm. Yes. That, that was it. They were releasing like scenes from the movie the week before. Like, yeah, we're going to go. Stop releasing it you bit by bit. You
1: don't need to. We're, we've bought tickets. Like <laughs> This is the <laughs> one movie you really don't need to spend much marketing on at all. We're already going. Yeah. You had us at Greta Gerwig and Margot Robbie and Barbie. You mm. don't need to trick us into seeing it somehow. Uh, this person's saying, so unfortunately, a lot of the people who don't like Barbie are alt-right men, I think it's fair to say and I just yeah, don't, so I, I don't want to be lumped in with them.
0: It's <laughs> of the same brush as Ben Shapiro. Who, no. He went in knowing they were going to hate the movie. Absolutely. And they were going to, they're grifting yeah. off it, basically. Yeah, of
1: course. This person said, to be honest, the thing that kills me about this movie made bigots angry, so you know it's a masterpiece, is like, have you met bigots? Those people are angry at everything. Their opinions should be. not matter this much to people, which is true. Yeah. I don't think, of course we're going to say this, but I don't think we should be judged with the same, like, you know threshold is these people who hate everything all the time anyway i mean we are haters at heart Mm. but like we're not
0: but we want to love too i know
1: you know and then actually this is the tweet that made me realize it was taylor swift and Greta goeg saving the u.s economy this summer and it's a Mm. screenshot from legally blonde saying what like it's hard and i was like (laughs) yes absolutely that's what unlocked it for you that's what unlocked my brain
0: I don't think I've seen the second legally blonde which I'll need to do. You now, do need
1: I to think. watch. It's about animals. You will love mm. it. You will absolutely love mm-hmm. it. Do we own it?
0: I don't know. I can go okay. check.
1: We'll be checking it, buying it. Um someone talking about the Barbieheimer thing. It's funny how the how it spun out of thin air carried up by regular people. It wasn't even a real marketing strategy or anything, and it really affected both movies opening day sales. Mm. Passionate world of mouth is word of mouth is so beautiful and powerful yeah you couldn't have manufactured it i don't think i think we would have known that it was manufactured but um
0: yeah it just sort of yeah some folks started commenting how funny it was and like yeah just sort of yeah it (laughs) kept rolling until it was a massive thing and i think it was good fun
1: it's so fun and people are like "Oh, so two movies have never released at the same time ever before in the history of the world and it's like Well, no, but like... Yeah, come on, give us this one thing. (laughs) As you said, like, two diametrically opposed movies, you know, in Mm. terms of one's pink and bubbly and is about being a nice person or whatever it's supposed to be about, Mm
0: -hmm. and
1: one's about the making of the atomic bomb. Like, they're pretty... Mm. They're as opposite as you could get. It's pretty cool that people are like, let's just go see two good movies and we don't have to choose between them. Like, I think it's pretty awesome. Um, The first tweet I don't agree with, but I agree with the quote tweet, so I'll read the first one. Greta Gerwig really knows how to pull off that big third-act monologue about being a woman that makes you cry and hits you right in the feelings because she's somehow speaking to the very common experience we rarely utter out loud, and I love her for that. There's a picture of Lady Bird, um, Little Woman, and America Ferrera in Barbie. And the quote tweet is, I love Greta Gerwig, but I'm willing to admit that the monologue in Barbie is ass. Love the movie, but that was one of the few things that fell flat for me. It was basically mm-hmm. a verbalized Instagram infographic from a cringy girl boss page. Yeah. And you know what else it reminded me of, Lonnie? Julia mm. Gillard's speech.
0: Mm. Yeah. I true. will not be
1: lectured on misogynism from this man. Like, we've already seen that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> totally. And that, that's a great moment in and of itself, but that happened 15 years ago, so.
1: Yeah. Um, 10 years ago. This is just a personal one for me. Barbie movie, the official Barbie movie account replied to John Green on Twitter. John mm. Green's going down a tuberculosis rabbit hole um actually super interesting so many things in society were developed as a result of tuberculosis and we didn't know but he's saying the barbie movie is nearly two hours long contains thousands of words of dialogue and never once even mentions tuberculosis the barbie movie said some things just didn't make the cut so i love that uh (laughs) extended version well we won't be getting one of Oppenheimer, but um yes the Home was a, a success, absolutely legendary. Both movies ruled. Everybody dressed their best, and a bunch of people, me included, switched outfits at the AMC. It was like gathering to witness a rare comet pass. <laughs> it was nice. It was
0: nice.
1: I found Barbie a little underwhelming, and it's been hard to explain to people that I agree with all the messages in politics. It's just that the plot is essentially finished 40 minutes in, and they pivot to a B plot to yeah. fill out the rest of the runtime. So yeah. are they referring to the fish out of water thing as the first part of the plot and then pivoting to patriarchy? Is that what they're...
0: I think so, yeah. Right. And that, I, I guess that obviously the intention of the film, kind of a bit of a rug pull, I think, that you think it's one thing and then it turns into something else that's sort of, here's the real threat. But um, yeah. yeah. it didn't quite feel like it all came together.
1: That person says, people keep telling me, well, can't you accept that it's an important film with a lot to say that could really change how people think? And I'm like, yeah, it is an important film with a lot to say that could really change how people think, and the pacing is also shit. Like, <laughs> yeah. Um, and then someone said in response to this, what I've heard so far is that the plot is not as strong as the other elements of the movie because the plot is reminiscent of the child plays we made up during our childhood when we played with our toys. It's intended right. to be a weak plot. And right. the only people that have this critique are people who were socialized as men in our childhood because we would not understand 100% the relationship between a girl and their childhood in patriarchy. And that is why they included the jab to the men who saw The Godfather. The original person says, this is such horse shit. I can't believe that at all. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> um. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, sorry to disappoint you if you had wanted a Barbie take from me. I just saw it. All I have to say is it's a cute movie about men, miserable politics, and pacing. Wonderful sets. Ryan Gosling, brilliantly funny. He was amazing. Gerwig feminism, an absolute mess, of course. Disney humanism, an intellectual void. Yeah. Ooh. Well, it is, though.
0: Yeah, i like, thinking about that monologue again. Like, it's all good stuff, and, you know, obviously I agree with what the, the premise and the, the statements in it, but it is like... That's mind-blowing when you were 13, tw- mm-hmm. 15 years ago. But to put that in a, a modern-day film...
1: Yeah.
0: But I guess for I'm it not- to be, like, the the crux of the film, you know?
1: Not everyone was 15 10 years ago, I guess. Is
0: no, thing. no, I get that. But I just sort of... It, that combined with the, the, the takedowns of Men, which seem a bit outdated too, it kind of just doesn't feel like it's a really current movie or it's up-to-date. Yeah. It's sort of re... Rehashing things that are that are that've already
1: yeah. been accepted, I think. Sophie Beer, who we love, said, Will I be mm. shunned for saying that I really disliked the third act? I wanted it to explore the mother daughter relationship, and instead, we got Barbie versus patriarchy. Why did a movie celebrating femininity spend so long on men? I guess you could look at it that way as well. I mean,
0: it's very true. Yeah, I, again, the Ken stuff up they, there, they, I don't know. Did the Greta and Noah have some real thing against Ken because they were yeah the, the movie seems obsessed with taking him down and I get the whole MRA angle to it and that yeah I guess that's that that is modern I suppose or or a modern version of of patriarchy but yeah it it, it seemed to take over the plot it literally it took did. over the plot it
1: did yeah yeah um Spencer said Barbie is really really enjoyable but only if you divorce it from its social commentary which was thought up by a 14 year old on tumblr in 2015 yes yeah. okay <laughs> um but someone said barbie might be intro feminism but looking at the political climate of america right now a lot of people need an intro to feminism yeah yeah i guess, I guess so,
0: so. Um, but I, I suppose what i would say to that is that like the issues that america is facing for women mm. are to do with like abortion and access to health care and, and and you know, MRA is taking over, putting women back out of the workforce into the into the mm-hmm. you know, child care sort of role, stuff, child yeah. wife stuff. Mm-hmm. It, it's not so much like just the, the simple act of recognizing that women have it tougher than men, which this film yeah. seems to think that's the start and end of it.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Um, shout out to the ten year old boy behind me at Barbie who loudly said, "Obviously, my favourite was Alan at the end of the movie." <laughs> Same, but That was actually me. Like, sorry. <laughs> Incredible. Um, yeah. It is genuinely insane that a key subplot in Barbie is that Mattel executives care more about feminism than profit. Yeah,
0: it's so weird, isn't it?
1: <laughs> People are climbing over themselves to tell me that Farrell is supposed to be full of shit when he says that, yet strangely clam up when asked what his actual motivation is. Mm. Hmm.
0: Hmm. Hmm, hmm, hmm.
1: This person said, I was a little thrown in the middle, but I liked how it was portrayed as stubbornly being feminist without any of the effort to figure out what that is or involve women in the process. Not good corporate commentary, but nice way to show the patriarchy absorbing the female dream. <laughs> yeah, I, guess yeah, so. I guess so. But I don't think that was the point, though. Hmm. I don't think that was intentional. I don't understand how the person that wrote Amy and Joe's monologues in Little Women wrote America Ferrera's monologue in Barbie. I often just think of Amy's monologue anytime it comes on my feed I watch it because it's just Mm. it's beautifully delivered by Florence Pugh as well but Mm. yeah just I don't know um there's a Venn diagram for Oppenheimer and Barbie which I thought you would enjoy so on the left we have Oppenheimer about a nerd and on the right we have Barbie about a doll and their crossover is starring a gifted actor who once played the role of a psychiatric professional in Gotham City whose therapeutic misconduct with patients at Arkham Asylum ironically led to their own insanity, bringing them into conflict with Batman. (laughs) I thought you would enjoy that. (laughs) Greta Gerwig fans blaming Noah Baumbach the way pop fans blame Jack Antonoff for everything. Tag me next time you want to subtweet me. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Um, just a couple more. Barbie's feminism felt like a genuinely strange thing to drop in the 2023 landscape, particularly mm. the glancing treatment of men's current discontent set against a backdrop of seemingly sincere 2013 online feminism talking points.
0: Yeah, yeah. just muddled, wasn't it? Yeah. Just
1: muddled. Just like...
0: Not not wrong, necessarily. Just like a bit outdated and muddled and... Yeah. and
1: uh, Yeah, I just don't know what the point... I just don't know what the point was. Oh, here's what you were talking about with the Lego movie. The Crossover, a film devised from a popular toy brand that begins with a feel-good original song about how great everything is in Toy Utopia until the Mm -hmm. main character becomes the chosen one who must fight Will Ferrell for a return to peace, ultimately ending Mm -hmm. in a powerful message about parenthood.
0: Powerful? I mean, some of that I think is... That's very... The Will Ferrell aspect and the toy aspect, but a bit glancing over the whole plot a little bit there to make it sound more similar than it really is maybe, but... Yeah. Oh, that it's happened twice. Oh, that it's happened
1: twice. Then there's a screenshot of someone saying, have you heard this succession theory? They reckon Will Ferrell's role was meant for Matthew McFadden.
0: No. (laughs) People, (laughs) they're more than two actors in the world.
1: (laughs) They weren't even a little subtle about this role being meant for Matthew McFadden. It was Tom Mm. Wombsgams with a pink tie. The tantrums, the gay undertones, the high-pitched yelling CEO, call me mother, come on. And someone said, where are we as a culture if we don't recognize this was the most quintessentially stereotypical caricature of a Will Ferrell role that Will Ferrell has been in in years?
0: I I don't... What? Just because Matthew McFadden was recently a similar character, that means that was written for him? Like, what are you talking about?
1: I don't understand how someone could think that role was so specifically written for someone other than Will Ferrell. It felt like Will Ferrell being Will Ferrell. Yes.
0: (laughs) What? Matthew McFadden isn't going to do that exact same role the rest of his life. And he hasn't done it.
1: He's silly. Mr. Darcy. Like, what? what the hell? Uh,
0: Maybe it's a joke. I don't know.
1: I don't think so. Um, this person said, had a pretty good time with Barbie. The Kens and Weird Barbie were highlights for me. Found the ba- I disagree, Kate McKinnon. I could leaf every time found the balance mm. between accessible light fun and examination of gender roles didn't entirely work which it was either sillier and okay for younger mm-hmm. girls or mm. was meatier and had more depth someone at work said to me they took their children to see it and got quite embarrassed when the kens were like i'll beat you off i'll beat you off and mm. kept going around and she's like oh i didn't know that that was like people
0: don't know what people the don't trials trials like trials. we do
1: yeah um I feel like the discourse around whether Barbie's feminism is too obvious or whether it is feminist has been missing the point that the film wasn't trying to outsmart anyone. Hmm. Mm. It's, it's simply and excessively feminist in ways that we feel we don't have to talk about it anymore because yeah. feminism and light years ahead, right? But honestly, yeah. are they really? It felt refreshing to be reminded of the obvious things in such an eloquent and sneaky way Because oftentimes we still haven't even figured out what to do with the most womanhood 101 stuff that dictates our every day. (sighs) If you somehow really truly don't need to hear any of the things the movie says, and that's good for you, bravo. But for a lot of women on the verge of quietly exploding, it's nice to be hugged and validated through sentiments that clearly come from an honest place. Not girl boss, not you go girl pandering, but a place that felt truthful to me. I could not disagree more. It felt very you go girl, girl boss to me. Maybe I'm wrong.
0: It just—I think that the quote before you said was just sums it up perfectly. Hmm. Either make it much simpler and for kids, and we can all appreciate that. Like, yeah, you know, there there are a lot of kids' movies that we like, and we know that they're what level they're going at. Or make it that bit harder to grasp for little kids, but they'll come to it eventually. Like *Legally Blonde* can be watched by kids, and they won't yeah. necessarily get all the all the yeah. elements that it's going for mm-hmm. when they're a kid. But make it media. And give us more to work with as adults.
1: Yeah, for sure. You mentioned Ben Shapiro. This person said it's funny that the Ben Shapiro types were shocked that the Barbie movie directed by Greta Gerwig promoted feminism. But it's yeah. funnier that it distracted them from a far more political movie that completely eviscerates the US military, Red Scare tactics, and guys like Ben Shapiro. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe that's the gift that, you know, it does. Mm. Um, yeah. SNL sketch, you were saying, to commercial I mentioned, Fifth Wave Feminism. Woman cancels a date with her boyfriend because he won't wear pink to the Barbie movie. Absolutely. (laughs) Um, Set designs and choreography were the strongest part of the movie. Yep. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Um, One of the things I love about Ryan Gosling as a performer is how all his best performances are either built from internalized, nearly dialogue-free brooding drive, (laughs) uh, the notebook, or his Mm go-for-broke maximalist comic instincts with relatively little in between. I do find it interesting that he turned this down when he was first offered the role.
0: Yeah. But then he thought it was the best script he'd ever written, he's, he'd ever read. Like, he doesn't on, mean that. He's is...
1: absolutely just saying that to stir shit. Yeah. So apparently, yeah, he turned it down and then Margot called him and was like, please, you need to be in this. If you're in this, I'm going to give you a present, a present every day. Mm. And he's like, all right, I'll come on. But all the presents were Ken-themed or horse-themed. So I don't know that he actually got the benefit <laughs> out of it. He wanted, okay, <laughs> sure. I'll leave you on this one. Barbie was fun, but kind of frustrating. Feels like it brushes up next to something with a real emotional core and then swerves away to never really come back to it. Wish it had more in the vein of that first feelings scene. Yeah,
0: Mm. for sure. I've also seen a few folks saying that maybe it should have been a straight musical all the way through.
1: Ooh, that would have been fun.
0: Maybe number two will do that. Hmm
1: really you There'll think be more. There's, why there's, there's what be do you more? mean there's gonna be more
0: because i need a billion dollars and they're not gonna not do it again yeah <laughs> okay do you want to give it a rating
1: uh, no what's... i can't can you you read it first i want to see how brutal you are
0: <laughs> what's our level i'm gonna give it two stars
1: i'm gonna give it one and a half
0: wow it's a bit of a curve though because we want it to be Ten stars. I
1: eventually. know. <laughs> yeah, we did. We definitely had our expectations <laughs> yeah. too high, and also another point that I think we should flag is that we saw Oppenheimer first, mm. which was incredible and blew our socks off. And I think mm. if we disliked Oppenheimer more, maybe we would have gone into Barbie with some more realistic expectations. But because that was so good, like next level, incredible, we were like, oh, well, these. Both of these movies are going to be incredible then, you know. But we shouldn't have counted our chickens before they hatched.
0: Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, the comparison doesn't do well for Barbie, unfortunately, the whole Barbie Homer thing. However, I don't know.
1: (laughs) Good, good. It
0: was a a fun experience, everybody involved.
1: That's what I mean about community. It was nice having a thing that we were all excited to do. That was fun. Mm. And that was it.
0: Alright, well we, we we don't want to be unfairly labelled as a hater of this film, but we didn't like it much, unfortunately. But there's a lot to like around it and behind it. <laughs> but not in it. No. Sadly. Not in it. Um we did lot quite like Oppenheimer though. Um you can re- listen to our review of that, plus you know, most other films that get released. We 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 tend to watch N T V shows that that we can get access to. Um, anything else you want to add before we head off for the day, tonight?
1: I just wish it was better.
0: Yeah, I
1: think that's where I'm, where I'm falling really at the are. end. Yeah.
0: Mm. All right. Well, you can get in touch with us on X for the time being, and we're also oh. <laughs> in the podcast is just generally where you can find us on the podcast. I'm never going to
1: not cringe when you say that.
0: Okay, <laughs> it's terrible, isn't it? So and bad. everyone's got to say. It's on X in brackets, formerly on as Twitter. So like you haven't yeah, rebranded it, known, have you? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's terrible rebranding. It's yeah, okay. Yep. Lino. Leno. <laughs> All right. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next time. Goodbye. Bye.